This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. And we start off with a happy last day of summer to those of you who are watching north of the equator, and welcome to spring for everyone else. Now on to the news. Ram is going to be late to the party when it finally comes out with its electric pickup in 2024. But it keeps insisting that its electric truck will surpass all the others when it comes to towing and hauling. About a year ago, there were rumors coming through the grapevine that Ram would use a range extender in its electric pickup. That could give it a 300-mile range, even when towing. But then those rumors dried up. So now we want to crowdsource the answer through the AutoLine audience. Can anyone out there tell us how Ram is going to get long-range towing with its electric pickup? Ford still can't get enough parts to finish the cars and trucks rolling off its assembly lines. It's going to end up this quarter with about 45,000 unfinished vehicles sitting around waiting for parts, and it won't be able to sell them until next quarter. Moreover, Ford says it had to pay suppliers an extra billion dollars for parts this quarter due to inflation. Bloomberg reports all that is going to cut Ford's EBIT profit in half for the third quarter. Even so, Ford says it still expects to post a profit of about $12 billion for the year. Tesla will soon start cranking out more vehicles at its plant in Shanghai. According to Chinese government officials, Tesla has completed upgrades to expand production and will test the updated lines between now and the end of November. Reuters reports that Tesla wants to produce 22,000 Model 3s and Ys a week at the plant, which works out to more than 1.1 million vehicles annually. But that's not the only thing Tesla is expanding. Elon Musk tweeted out that it's adding 60,000 more owners to its full self-driving beta program, bringing the total to more than 160,000 people. The FSD beta software is able to drive to a destination autonomously by entering the location into the vehicle's navigation system. However, drivers must pay attention at all times and be ready to take control if needed. And in one last bit of Tesla news, the EV maker is hiking supercharger prices in Europe. The rates vary across countries, but Electric reports that most stations are now charging around 60 euro cents per kilowatt hour, which is up about 12 cents per kilowatt hour on average. Tesla blames the energy crisis in Europe for the price hike, but it sure makes electricity pretty expensive. For a base Model 3, that's like paying over $4.50 a gallon compared to a car that gets 30 miles to the gallon. That's still cheaper than gasoline in Europe, but all we can say is yikes. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. There are a few key reasons to start a business in Michigan. First of all, it's the talent. Second, Michigan is wired for winning. Third, the ecosystem here is really focused on supporting businesses in the market. 
No doubt if you've been to the grocery store lately, you've seen those big carts being filled for people that made their purchase online. And by 2025, the market for this business is expected to reach $240 billion. And that's one of the reasons Brightdrop, GM's commercial delivery and logistics company, is expanding into making e-grocery carts. Called the Trace Grocery, the electrified cart is temperature controlled and can hold up to 350 pounds. And since it can keep food safe for up to four hours and customers perform a quick verification to get access, there's no need to have an employee waiting around for pickup, freeing them up to do something else. Kroger will be the first to start using Trace Grocery later this year, but full availability won't be until 2024. Alpina has made a name for itself building high-performance BMWs and most recently worked its magic on the X7 SUV, which will soon hit American shores. Under the hood is a reworked 4.4-liter twin-turbo V8 that now features a 48-volt mild hybrid system, which helps boost output to 630 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque. Fed through an 8-speed automatic, and BMW's X-Drive all-wheel drive system, that's enough power to move this big SUV from 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds. Bigger brakes with Brembo calipers in the front and performance tires are meant to help harness all that power, while air suspension, Alpina-specific struts, active anti-roll bars, and stiffer bushings help improve driving dynamics. Orders for the nearly $146,000 performance SUV just kicked off in the U.S., and deliveries are expected to start early next year. Dodge is pushing back the start of production for the electric versions of the Charger and Challenger. According to Auto Forecast Solutions, the vehicles, which are being built on the STLA large platform, were originally supposed to go into production in August of 2024 in Windsor in Canada. But now those plans have been pushed back until February of 2025. The Charger and Challenger are currently built at Stellantis' Brampton assembly plant in Ontario, Canada. So the move to Windsor will free up space for something else to be built there. And what do you think will happen with those cars? Will hardcore gearheads Really go for electric muscle cars? Well, we've got Tim Kaniskis, the head of Dodge, coming on Autoline After Hours on Thursday to talk all about the electric Dodge Charger and Challenger. What would you like to ask him? You can post your question in the comments section or send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
Chinese EV maker Neo is trying to popularize EV battery swapping stations outside of China, and it just built its first battery swapping station in Hungary, which will be installed in Germany. Neo plans to open 1,000 swapping stations outside of China by 2025, and the facility in Hungary is Neo's first overseas plant, which will not only produce battery swapping stations, but also serve as its European R&D center. When COVID hit, people in the U.S. just seemed to start driving with reckless abandon. Traffic deaths reversed a decades-long trend and started going up again. But in the second quarter of this year, they declined after seven consecutive quarters of increases. According to NHTSA, an estimated 10,590 people died between April and June. That's down 5% from a year ago. The traffic death rate per 100 million miles driven also dipped from 1.34 in the second quarter of 2021 to 1.27 this year. But traffic deaths are still up a half a percent for the first half of the year. These are preliminary numbers, so NHTSA doesn't have specific reasons for the drop in deaths, but hopefully it's a sign that people are starting to get back to normal. Paint shops are the most complicated and expensive parts of any assembly plant. A large paint shop in a big plant can cost $300 million. They're also a big source of VOC pollution, or volatile organic compounds. But a company called Aero Sustainable Materials has a solution that is far cheaper and has zero emissions. No CO2, no PVC, no VOCs, and it doesn't use any water for installation. And also, no bake ovens. Instead of spraying on paint, Aero uses a film with four layers. It has an adhesive layer, a color coat, a clear coat, and a self-healing urethane that is built right into the film. It's lighter than paint, fully recyclable, and can even have electronics embedded right into it. And it's already in production. Land Rover uses it for the satin paint finishes on the Defender. Aero says the film is also perfect for aircraft and boats. But that's a wrap for today's show, no pun intended, and thanks for joining us. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.